76 episodes, 8 years, 8 seasons, winter is over. Welcome to Throne Zone, I am the captain, Daddy Dangerously, along with the Phoenix and Courtney Summers. Game over. Our watch has ended. Oh, you just stole my last line from the show. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's all I could think of, I'm sorry. But very, very true. Um, obviously, it's been the most scrutinized season ever. Some people are happy, some people hate it. Um, for me, I was very happy with the ending. Just because mm. it felt like closure. Yeah. Um, Oh. Um, There's a whole petition to get the whole season rewritten. And I know, stuff. like it's going to make a difference. Mm. You know what I say? Get on Tumblr and write you some fanfic, okay? Yes. So a million people signed a petition. Are they all going to pay for it as well? Like $100 each? <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, but we started off dark and somber after last week's clusterfuck of a sack of King's Landing. Um, Daenerys very much looking like the tyrant she claimed to have wiped out. For a moment, I'm sure everybody thought either Tyrion or Jon were going to bite the dust. Mm, I thought Tyrion was. Yeah, it looked like he was just walking to his death. Don't care mm. anymore. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. I kind of fist pumped I when think... he threw the pin on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yes, Tyrion. I think... Like, I knew Tyrion had kind of... His will was broken mm. when he found Jamie and Cersei. And he just started crying. Like, even yeah. though his sister was an awful bitch. And even though his brother... He, he loved his brother. And it was like... I think that's what kind of broke him a little bit. And he was like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> she can she can burn me, she can do whatever she wants, I don't give a shit. I'm done. I didn't sign up for this. Um, we, since Masandi's death, we've seen Grey Worm become a little bit of an asshole. And the funniest meme I said was, when you don't have a dick, so you become one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Grey Worm certainly became a dick in the last couple of episodes. But I mean, I know he's always been loyal to Daenerys, but even he should have seen that she went a bit too far last week and kind of deserved what she got this week. And again, I thought John was going to bite the dust after he just... It was very subtle how he stabbed Daenerys. Uh, it wasn't even on heart, but she died pretty quickly. Just saying. Uh, and then you sort of hear Drogon growling in the background and you think, oh, I, shit. I thought, Jesus, he's going to burn him alive. But then again, he knows how to stand up to a dragon and just face it and scream in his face. <laughs> he didn't even scream, though. He just stood there with a yeah, no expression. Oh, shit, screaming's not going to work this time. It's mm. kind of strange, though, how um, <clears throat> Drogon didn't do anything to John. Even though he was clear, yeah. clearly pissed off and growling at him, but he just decides to burn the throne instead. Like, if she can't have it, nobody can. I was going to say, I think he knows he's a Targaryen, so the fire wouldn't do yeah. anything. I mean, I've always thought that, that dragons can sense another Targaryen. And that was my other thought, that maybe he didn't do anything because he knows his family. So he melts the Iron Throne instead. Yeah, all this for a chair. Fuck the chair. Um, very yeah. um, um, nice little throwback to season two when Daenerys had a vision, with, which we talked about plenty on the show. Um, obviously, now we realise it was a throne of ashes, not a throne full of snow. Mm. And in the vision, it stops when she's just about to touch the throne and then she hears the dragons in the distance and then walks away from the throne. Obviously, this time she actually touches it and she lost it anyway. Mm. Only issue I can see really was the pacing because obviously it should have had more episodes, but this episode kind of shifted forward like weeks and weeks and weeks after Daenerys yeah. died, and we're like, "Well, hang on, how long, yeah, so how long has he been in prison?" Because yeah, I did find it strange how, uh, like, the when he stabs Daenerys, it's 
basically covered in snow, and then the next scene, it's bright and sunny. Was it snow or was it ashes? It, I don't know. It looked <laughs> like snow. It looked like snow. Yeah, it probably was ashes, though, because obviously it was summer when she attacked. But, um... Yeah. Somehow, John kind of went backwards in time. He ended up looking like he did in season four. The, the curly hair was back. He looked like the old John. No more man bun. Uh, but yeah, uh, just between, well, it was three minutes when you consider the ad break. So he sort of went from one part to the next and it was like weeks and weeks ahead and everything's sunshine and rainbows. Drogon takes Daenerys' body, so how is how did he, how did everyone else figure out that John had stabbed her? Yeah, that that's been another issue with this season. <clears throat> People seem to find things out instantly, like maybe they're all a fucking raven or something. Mm. Um, I'm wondering where Drogon took her body. My, my initial guess was Valyria. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Somebody posted a clip from when. Cal Drogo was still alive. Mm. And he said that he was going to take her west where the world ends. And I think that was foreshadowing to Drogon, who is named after Cal Drogo, right? Yeah. That's the spirit of Cal Drogo carrying her off to the west where the world ends. I certainly hope not, because that's where Arya's heading. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and here's another thing. Um, like, they they basically modeled the dragon behavior, like the mannerisms and stuff, after Cat. And so, like, while I'm watching that scene, it was it was like it was like just this big ginormous cat that's just pissed off. And I was like, and like and like how. Like, what broke my heart, like, at first I was like, okay, this needed to happen. We can't, like, we're just numb to this right now. And then when Drogon went and, like, was trying to nudge her and stuff to wake her up, like, like, mama, mama, wake up. I was like, oh, my fucking heart. This doesn't feel good. <laughs> oh, poor dragons. They've suffered enough. Mm. Oh, Drogon, he's the only one left now. He's lost two of his brothers and his mother. Yeah, he's not having much luck, is he? Consider- no. He, well, he does have luck because he can dodge crossbows like a motherfucker. And he's the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drogon, why didn't you teach your brothers how to dodge? <laughs> Somehow he... I did find it sort of poetic or the sigil for House Targaryen is a three-headed dragon and yet Daenerys gets three dragons at the beginning of the, of the show. Yeah, a lot, a lot of poeticness in this <laughs> show. Um, excuse you. <laughs> it was kind of a nice visual um, when Drogon burnt the throne and you just see it melting. It was kind of like the show fading away. Do you know what? As the next couple of days goes on, I'm going to be very interested to see how people react to the writing of this episode because that's been the biggest criticism this season. But I thought mm-hmm. this episode was written very well, and it was also directed by those two as well, D and D, who pretty much became public enemy <laughs> number one in Throndom. I've seen a few posts about people spotting a, a water bottle. Oh, come there were on. actually two. There were actually two. Because my husband showed, like, there was one on Twitter and there was one on Imgur, and he showed me. And there's two, like, where they're having the conclave, and yeah. and they're all sitting there. But I think around Davos and another and another person, I can't remember what their name was. Um, like oh, it's fun. just under under the chair. Oh yeah, I yeah can you... Oh yeah, it was behind Sam's foot. Yeah. It felt like a plastic water bottle or something. Well, I mean, yep. King's Landing was just burnt. They needed to put the fire out. 
<laughs> and I can't you imagine he recycled any of these. <laughs> Every time there's a prop left on set, someone should just put a meme of uh, Olena Tyrell going, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Tell D and D I want them to know it was me. <laughs> and one thing that like I expected Danny to go down with more of a fight than she did. Like I was like I thought this was gonna be ugly and this was just so like easy and simple. Yeah, it was and... pretty quick. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a bit soon in the episode as well. I thought it was good. the final episode would be leading yeah. up to this. Well, that's another reason they needed more episodes, because obviously they needed the time to rebuild the city and the rest of the episode and everything, so it would have been a lot better if they'd have had Daenerys die at the end of last week's episode and then fade into this one. But then, of course, we would have needed like a two-hour episode last week, which would have been fine with me. Yeah, um, it was kind of strange seeing all these lords together in the same place in King's Landing, uh, especially the ones that have always been north. And then all of a sudden, Sam's there, and the guys from the Robin's there. Robin, Jesus, he shot up. I don't know how because he hasn't been drinking the breast milk anymore. Gendry <laughs> <laughs> well, was there as well. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, he's a lord now, isn't he, of um, Storm's End. But I, it was almost a relief, a wave of relief for me as well, because as they marched Tyrion forward, and then you see all the lords of Westeros, you think, okay, they're not going to kill him. He's got a way out. Thank fuck for that. Because <laughs> I've said since season four, I think, if Tyrion dies, I'm rioting. <laughs> and he's come close and close and close and close, and he's just managed to survive. Impin ain't easy, dude. Impin ain't easy. So <laughs> 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 yeah, when he was standing there saying, who has a better story than Bran? Well, for starters, you do. <laughs> the shit you've been through. Yeah, but I think he was going on for, uh, like, he probably could, but he doesn't want to, with his past mistakes and stuff. Yeah. Um, Yara kind of annoyed me as well because I thought she would have seen a bit more sense after hearing what Daenerys did but now she fully supported it yeah you dumb girl you dumb as hell jeez I mean maybe she had other motivations we did see a little flicker of flirtation when they first met <laughs> yeah, Yara said, Yara said herself she'll take anything really um, so how did everybody well how did people feel when uh, Bran was elected king we actually had an election in Westchoffs a, a little surprise I didn't see Bran coming <laughs> Yeah, that's a good thing about it. Nobody saw it coming. I didn't see it coming either, but he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, um, and I kind of predicted what happened next. Like I said, there's going to be a split. Like there, It's going to be six kingdoms and then one kingdom. And there's going to be the split off and Sansa's going to take the north. I, I always knew Sansa was going to take the north. Like when when the season started, but I was thinking it would maybe be Arya because I thought Arya was going to be the one to kill Danny. I didn't think it was going to be John mm. because I didn't, because John can be a little bit of a wimp sometimes. I and, think John was, was and, the only one that could really get close to Danny though. Yeah. And so, other than it being Bran, you know, I kind of half predicted it. But, you know, Bran is the wise choice. I mean, like, he knows everything. So, 
Yeah, and he has no agenda. Yeah, because he doesn't—he doesn't really want the power, but he accepts it because he knows it's best for the realm. Because he wants what's best for everyone. And he's, he's literally not interested in politics or war or anything like that. So, yeah, he, he is the ideal choice. Um, but John definitely has been a bit of a wimp. Um, 90% of his lines in season 8 have been, I don't want it, or she's my queen. And, so when, yeah. and when so Tyrion was trying to... said anything different, then I should just turn on him and burn him. Yeah. <laughs> and when Tyrion was trying to talk sense into him in there is Well, it wasn't a cell, it was a cupboard. And John still turns around and goes, but she's my queen of for, for, for fuck's sake, John. He even says it to her. Stop thinking with your dick. He says it to Danny right, again to her face right before he stabs her in the chest. Mm. I mean, you are my queen. He knew he had to do it, but he was still conflicted because for some reason he did still love his auntie. Um, but yeah, Sansa definitely was never going to kneel to anybody, even if it was her brother. She said the same thing to Daenerys, you know, we took the North back and we're never going to kneel to anyone again. Um, and I don't really understand what Daenerys' problem was with that, because they weren't going to go to war with her or anything. The North weren't interested in the South, they just wanted to be their own kingdom. You know, they weren't going to give her any trouble. Well, madness can make you paranoid. Definitely, and turn you into a mass murderer. Yep. <laughs> um, again, where the fuck did all those Unsullied come from? Because I know, I know she still had a few left after the Battle of Winterfell, but it seemed like the entire army had respawned. It had like 10,000 Unsullied again. And the Dothraki. Yeah, and my husband was like, I thought all the Dothraki were dead. <laughs> I'm like... Well, I'm... She left some in, uh, is it Marine? When she kept, before she came over? Oh, yeah. Was it Dothraki? I know she left Dario with some kind of army. I don't know if it was uh, Dothraki. I'm sure it was the Unsullied. It, it was the Second Sons. Dario's little army. Maybe she left oh. some Dothraki there as well. Um, so I'm kind of surprised, actually, that we didn't see Dario come back. But then again, he does have his duties to fulfill in Marine. Uh, I think Bran has the best small council ever. <laughs> that was brilliant when they all walked in. We got Bran, Brienne, uh, Sam, and Davos. I couldn't ask for a better small council. <laughs> Not too sure how wise it was putting Bronn in charge of the coin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he seems to think brothels are more important than ships. Yeah, we need to rebuild our armies and rebuild all these buildings. Ah, but she burnt all the brothels down, you know, we need brothels. <laughs> and Sam, of course, who's basically a priest now, he's like, well, I don't think brothels are that important, really. <laughs> Sam, you got a girl pregnant in the middle of war. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't much to do in the, in the Citadel. You had about 20,000 bucks. But, you know, can't fault him for getting his end away. Um, Davos, of course, I would want on my council at any time. I love Davos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Arya is now basically a captain of her own ship. She's off the world traveling. She's basically taking a gap year. She <laughs> she's traveling the world. She's like, I've been through hell. I'm about to go have some fun. Yeah. And we'll see what's west of Westeros. Yeah, what's west of Westeros? Don't know. No one knows. Ah. See what you I'm gonna go find out. <laughs> Um, when John was being marched towards the dock and everything, mm. just I was still on edge because I know it's Game of Thrones and I know it's coming to an end, but it's still Game of Thrones. And I just thought, in a split second, somebody's just going to jump him. And then he made eye contact with Grey Worm and I thought, shit, shit, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. Mm. And he finally made it to the dock. Um, 
And then, of course, we finally got the reunion that should have been the farewell in the first place. Uh, when he was heading to the wall, I said immediately, Ghost better fucking be there. <laughs> and then you see Torrent, and then Ghost gives a little whimper, and we finally get a little, a nice little scene between John and Ghost. So it wasn't the CGI budget that prevented you from well, doing it last time. Well, this dragon sort of died, so he had to go back to Ghost. Yeah. I lost my dragon, where's my dog? <laughs> uh, you know what? Ghost is the ghost is the goodest boy. Ghost is a good boy. It's only uh, it was only Ghost and Nymeria that survived, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Nymeria's still off in the wild somewhere. Um, mm. I kind of accepted we'd never see Nymeria again, but it, it, it would have been nice. Mm. Uh, and then the other nice scene that really I thought was a great touch was when um, Sansa was crowned and all the Northmen start chanting Queen and North. She kind of, I think that was the first time in a couple of seasons she actually looked quite innocent as well. Yeah, it, I think it was because of the way they did her makeup. Yeah. And it, it just looked very just pure and regal and like that gown like oh my god <laughs> I want one <laughs> I, I swear to my husband I want one of those and I want a nice chair like that too cause Sansa like I kind of identify with Sansa a lot cause like her character and me have kind of been through some of the same experiences and so it's like you know, like I've always identified with her, like how she was very shy and timid and, and didn't really want, you know, to really stand up to men or stand up to the world. And then she grew a set <laughs> and basically gave no fucks anymore. So it, uh, to see that for her was just amazing after, you know, like losing losing most of her family you know in that red wedding the the horrible shit she had to deal with the bastard um <laughs> you know just everything and just to see that she got a nice happy ending yeah it, it just, was it was really nice to see the stacks starting to all at the end yeah, you know, you got John as a king of beyond the wall, Sansa's queen of the north, Bran is the king of the six kingdoms, <laughs> and then you got Arya, who's queen of her own. So John's got another <laughs> title he doesn't want. <laughs> you keep your king beyond the wall now. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I know nothing. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't realise there was that many wildlings left either. No. It didn't even seem to be enough for Castle Black to fit all them in. I don't remember that many being there uh, getting ready to leave Winterfell either. No. Strange. But then again, it's it's season eight. It's been it's been a strange season. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so go beyond the wall and start walking into the woods. Yeah. Um, and I was seeing tweets and stuff like, I thought the wall was destroyed. No, mm. a small portion of the wall was destroyed. They're not gonna. Yeah, they didn't destroy the, the whole Watch. friggin' thing. It's that like miles and miles long. Destroyed, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, one dragon bent down this massive wall that goes on for miles. <laughs> Um, when when they said um, they're sending John back to the wall, I kind of thought, but there's nothing to defend from now. The White Walkers are gone. Or are mm. they? We we still don't know. Um, you know, they may come back in the future if we ever get a sequel. And there was that interview that um, D and D did. Uh, I think it was with Jimmy Kimmel, and he said, "Have we seen the last of the White Walkers?" Yeah, we're not going to answer that. So you never know. 
And well, I can say you never just know, imagine. but then you saw the Night King get destroyed, so unless the Children of the Forest make another one, for whatever reason. Oh, Children of the Forest are dead. Night King killed them all. But, mm. you know, it's magic. Maybe maybe there was more than one. I don't know. Um, but you can just imagine John's reaction when he's get, he gets north of the wall. All the wildlings have made their new homes. And all of a sudden you see a white walker and John thinks, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Where's Joe gone? <laughs> oh, yeah, Drogon's really going to help John now, isn't he? <laughs> he's still a Targaryen. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have stayed south. Targaryen or not, he still killed his mother. Yeah, well, fuck her. Um, so, eight Ed. seasons... <laughs> <laughs> so, eight seasons have come and gone. Um, so, what's your favourite death scenes? Or Yeah, let's start with death scenes, because there's been fuck loads of deaths in Game of Thrones. Favourite death scene? My favourite one? Joffrey. Because <laughs> I wanted that little motherfucker dead like no other. Yeah. And finally, when he, when he got his, I was like, yes. And then the other one, um, what's his name? Ramsey Bolton, the bastard. Oh, when, yeah. when Sansa just basically fed him to his dogs. And it was like, that's perfect for you. That's slow and torturous. It's perfect for you, buddy. Like that's one of those moments, like where where I'm just like, you deserve every bit of this, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and any scene that's too graphic to show on Game of Thrones, you know it's fucking bad. And that's one thing too. This season, like me and my husband were discussing this. We were like, okay, there was no, there was no, no sex, <laughs> really, nudity. There was lack of graphic death scenes, like. What the frick? Did they did they just wimp out <laughs> this season? What the hell? I was I was I just wondered what happened to the dogs that ate Ramsey afterwards because you never saw him after that, did you? No, they were good boys. They they got little beds and food and everything in Winterfell. <laughs> yeah, yeah they didn't have them. to starve for they didn't have to starve for a week because they weren't being mistreated anymore. Yeah. Maybe Sansa kept them. Or fed them to the dragons when they arrived. <laughs> yeah. Never thought of that. What do dragons eat? Whatever they want. Mm. <laughs> um, what's your favourite death scenes, Phoenix? Um, oh, uh, I, uh, early on, I always wanted Joffrey to get stabbed in the face by herself with poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Just Joffrey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it was my favourite, but it's certainly one of the most memorable. Um, and that's Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper, obviously getting oh. his eyes gouged out and heads crushed by the mountain. It's ah. Oh, that broke my heart. That, that was the most... I... <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> I love Ober. Like, I'm like, I was, I, I adored him. I was like, I was like, I know there's no way in hell it's going to happen because he's too, he's too worried about sex to care. <laughs> but, like, Dream World put him on a fucking hard throw. <laughs> Oh, just that scene, like, Aubrey, stop it. Just kill him. Just kill him. Stop talking. Ah, um, yeah, we talked about it last week as well. Uh, the Hound and the Mountain Clegane Ball um, was probably the best-received part of this season. I don't think anybody complained about it. Um, and the Hound went out in style. Fucking die. And yeah, he stabbed I think, him in the head, and he's still in the, the mountain. The mountain was still standing. Yeah, I think that's what made me think of uh, Oberyn because I, uh, mountain nearly gouged Hound's eyes out as well. 
Um, we'll have a good death if we had. Obviously, there was a red wedding, which was traumatic as fuck. Um, oh, very satisfying death scene was Walder Free. Oh, yes. Yes, Arya, you Especially have Especially when it was done by the baddest bitch in all of Westeros as well. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the ultimate death scene, the one where Arya killed the Night King. Yeah. Um, mm. Even technically he's kind of dead, but still. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was a satisfying death scene. Again, that one was unexpected because we didn't expect it to be Arya. Um, we didn't expect it to be that quick. And it was literally right at the last possible second they could have killed him. So it was it was pretty great. Um, and again, Phoenix, it was the baddest bitch in Westeros. <laughs> yeah. Now, unsatisfying deaths. I'm going to have to go with Jamie and Cersei. As my most unsatisfying death. Just because it was... Uh, a little bit anticlimactic. I mean, it was good that they died together, even though you know incest and stuff. But I, it kind of should have been more brutal, especially for Cersei. Like Arya, for example, if she hadn't have walked away from the spot where uh, the Hound told her to, she would have been right there when Cersei was on her own a couple of minutes later. Mm. Could have just been <laughs> throat done. Or needle to the heart. Yeah, more needle to the heart. Uh, any more unsatisfying deaths? There's just so many you got to think of. You're mm. on maybe, because um, we didn't actually see him die, but it was kind of cool that Jamie did it. Mm. He was such a bastard. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, Kyburn was a bit quick as well. Just getting his head crushed. And then flung down the stairs. Uh, mm. To be honest, there wasn't that many unsatisfying deaths, really. Um, but as you said, there was a lack of deaths this season. of Well, of major characters, anyway. Yeah, I thought a, couple, a few more main characters would have died during the Battle of Winterfell, but... Um, I wouldn't Especially say it was... if they just died in the next in the one next to it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was unsatisfying, but I'm still not happy that Varys died because I really grew to like Varys. I hated him in the first couple of seasons, but the more you saw of him, the more you kind of understood his motivations, and he didn't really do anything wrong to get killed. He was just spreading knowledge. Uh, conspiring against Nurse, which is, is in a way classed as treason. Well, yeah, I forgot he very subtly tried to poison her in the start of last week's episode, which they didn't really make very obvious, to be honest. That was a th that was a theory. Yeah, I know, but when you watch it the second time, you kind of think, oh yeah, it was mm. pretty obvious actually. When she says, oh, she's not eating. Oh, okay, we'll try again tonight. Hmm. So, yeah. For anybody that's uh, discovered Game of Thrones for the first time this year and they've kind of binge-watched everything I suggest, you go back and watch it slowly because, as I always say, the more times you rewatch it, the more things you notice. Like season one I watched um, before we started recording this whole season. Because um, I was going to go back to the beginning and watch them all, but I just didn't have time. So I watched season one and then season seven. And upon rewatching season one, there were so many things I noticed. Like, I didn't know that guy was in season one. I thought they came into, like, season three. Mm. So, yeah, highly suggest you rewatch it from the start. The second, the second time I watched season one, I understood the story more than the first time. Yeah, it's a lot easier to follow when you know who people are. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. time I watched season one, I found myself looking at this like family tree of all the all the houses in Westeros, going, "Okay, so this guy's related to that guy. This, this she lives there. They're related." 
I was sort of like googling characters every now and again. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's so many characters, and it's it is hard to uh, to keep track of them all sometimes. So definitely. Yeah, and all. Go ahead. And if you've watched, and if you watched the whole series already, then you be, then you already know what's going to happen. So then, the fun thing I like to do is I like to look for the foreshadowing mm-hmm. that was there from the get go, that they were trying to drop these hints to you but you just weren't getting it until it smacked you in the face yeah and and it's really fun to hunt those out it's really fun to like be like oh that's gonna come back in like season three that's gonna come back in season four or whatever like i love doing that (laughs) yeah um particularly season one there's there's a When you rewatch season one, you'll notice a lot of throwbacks from the later seasons, like Daenerys and Jon arriving at Winterfell, mirroring Cersei and Rob arriving. Just little things like that. Um, Actually, the whole opening of this season was very similar to the opening of the first episode, when you had Bran running across the... or climbing and trying to see the king's arrival. And in the first episode of this season, you saw... Shit, what was his name? The little Lord Umber. So yeah, it's definitely a lot of foreshadowing in earlier seasons. You just didn't notice. Yeah. Um. Now there's one last thing that I'm annoyed about. We've Which still is? haven't seen that deleted scene of the Mad King killing um Ned's uncle and brother, or father and brother. I don't know why, I just want to see that scene. Maybe it's on the DVD somewhere, on the home releases. No, they never released it because it was supposed to be in the oh. pilot episode and it was in the trailer for the first season, oh. but they never showed it. Um, apparently the pilot was so bad that they, they've they promised to never show it and then they recast all the characters. I'd also say it's uh, sort of, you know, Arya's gone off to the west of Westeros, so the list is now clean, except for one name. Oh, Ellen Payne's Payne. probably dead. Uh, no, because uh, he was sort of quietly written off because he, uh, I read somewhere that the actor who played him had developed cancer or something. So oh. he was just sort of quietly written off so he could go and get treatment. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Um, mm. But in terms of the character, I'm trying to remember now when we last saw or heard about him um okay so he was in season four what did he do in season four (laughs) Uh, okay season four he wasn't in season four but tywin mentioned him so he was still alive at season four (laughs) Um, and then the next bit I've got is in season 8 with the destruction of the Red Keep by Dragonfire during the Battle of King's Landing and the deaths of all known members of Queen Cersei Lannister's household it is possible that Sir Ellen Payne was killed oh okay Uh, that's the more likely outcome anyway Um, I kind of feel bad that Arya didn't really get to finish off her list you know the last four or five people that were on it just died by other means she got to kill a few people off the list, didn't she, over the over the years? Yeah, uh, Merrin Trant was particularly vicious and brutal. Like she stabbed the hell out of his face. <laughs> Jesus, girl. <laughs> and she was only, I mean, a character must have been what sixteen at that point. Some are, uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like Sophie Turner said. Arya has always been that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Genji got that pussy. Also in the words of Sophie Turner. <laughs> Do you know what? Sophie Turner has really learned something from Cersei Lannister and that's she likes the wine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Almost every video I see of Sophie Turner, she's got a glass in her hand. 
Um, so Game of Thrones is over. She's now going on to become Dark Phoenix and pretty much wipe out the X-Men. Um, Maisie Williams is also going to be in a sort of X-Men kind of movie, New Mutants, which has been delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, but I really want to see that one just because it's very different. It's like X-Men but a horror film. Hmm. Uh, Sounds Lena, interesting. Yeah, Lena Headey, of course, was Paige's mum in Fighting With My Family. I don't know what else she's got coming up in the future. Um, but yeah, they showed um, an ad for something during Game of Thrones of um, Carice Van Houten, who played Melisandre in a new show. And I just thought, it's really nice to see all these Game of Thrones actors get new roles now because of how big this show has made them. Yeah, like, this show basically started Amelia Clark's career. Oh, yeah. It, it basically launched it. Because I think she was pretty much straight out of acting school when she auditioned. So it's just insane how her popularity blew up and, and like, how, like, people are naming their kids Daenerys and Khaleesi and... I bet you know, now. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a cat named Khaleesi, and she has a very Mad Queen esque personality, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, it was right there in front of your face. Yeah, it's understandable <laughs> with cats because they do have this temperament where just leave me alone, feed me, thank you. Yep. <laughs> They'll lie next to you, put their paw on your lap and be like, yeah, now kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> bend the knee. Yeah, cats have a bend the knee mentality. Um, that, that's amazing, though, because if Amelia Clark came straight out of acting school, everybody should go to that acting school because she's amazing. Yeah, I'll go wherever Maisie William went to. Yeah, I mean, the whole cast have been brilliant. Um, I can't pick a, any bad acting whatsoever in this entire show for all eight seasons. They've all been on top form. Um, but yeah, so Sorry, many of them were unknown as well before it. The actor who played Gendry was also Chris from Skins. Yeah. I didn't Bye, know that. Boy Chris. <laughs> um, Hannah Murray was also in Skins, who plays uh, Gilly. Um, so it's kind of a shame, really, that Gilly and Genji never had a fucking yeah. Gilly and Genji never had a scene together because both actors were on Skins together. Um, back when Skins was good, of course, the first couple of seasons. Uh, he was also in This Is England as a very unintelligent drug dealer. <laughs> if ever you get a chance to watch it, it's it's fantastic. Uh, there was just a bit a scene where they're trying to buy some weed, and they're like, "Okay, how, how much can we get for fifty p? Fifty p? Yeah, we're just gonna sniff it and then put it back in the packet just to get that bit. That's not gonna do anything. No, no, no. It's called sniff banging. Fine, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I want to see Joe Dempsey get more roles now. Um, John Bradley, who played. Uh, Sam has had some great moments in the past couple of seasons. He's been annoying a lot of the time, especially in the Battle of Winterfell. But there was <laughs> there were certain scenes where he was fantastic. Um, like when Daenerys told him, your dad's dead, your brother's dead. Mm. And he just storms up the room. Yeah. Oh, well, at least I'll be welcome back at home with my brother as lord. Yeah, about that. Yeah, sort of burnt him as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jorah as well, who's actually a veteran oh. actor. Um, I've seen... Um, crap. Ian Glenn in so many things. Uh, so I was always a fan of him when he came into the show. Oh, um, hasn't uh, Sean Bean got a part in the Hitman 2? Yeah, he probably dies in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he's not in the game. He's just in the trailer. I think I don't. I didn't recognize no, his voice anyway. Uh, I remember watching a video um, of outside Xbox, and it's it is actually him. It's uh, he's one of uh, one of the missions in it. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, maybe he was the guy at the end, so I'm not going to say anything now. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't played Hitman 2, it's a brilliant game. Um, yeah, Sean Bean dies and everything. I still need to buy the new Hitman games. <laughs> me. Um, Kit Harrington has done a few things since being in Game of Thrones, but nothing is really big. Like, he did Pompeii with Kiva Sutherland, and I thought that would have been... Fantastic! I still haven't actually seen it. Actually, I've got it recorded, but I've never watched it. Um, I just think I was putting it off, and then I forgot about it. Um, yeah, he's he did that. He did another little show called Gunpowder. Uh, hmm. So yeah, hopefully Kit Aronson does a few more things as well, because as Rose Leslie said in the SNL sketch, they need the money now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I've got a question for Kit. What are we gonna do about money now? <laughs> well, he, he did. He did. Uh, he said he did try doing another April Fool's prank that sort of backfired on him. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I remember this. Um, I was like, but... my husband ever did this to me, he 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 would die. Was it like she only has a certain type of milk or something? And so oh, she's she vegan. So he. He told her that they were going to stop making it, so then they, she like bulk buys all of it, but she does it on his credit card. <laughs> oh, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there was the prank where he he had like a Jon Snow head, <laughs> yeah. like the prop department. Yeah. And he put it in the fridge, and yeah. she goes, and she, like, it scared the shit out of her. I was yeah, like... She, she saves the Brita filter before falling to the floor, but yeah. <laughs> she lost her and shit. That was, um... <laughs> yeah, that was when I think they were engaged, and then, uh... His, yeah. his family does April Fool's, but hers don't. That's it, yeah. And, and um... Yeah, so then after that, they were like, if you ever do that again, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what I love about this cast, is they're all so... They're such funny people, like all of them. I mean, Amelia Clark is nuts. My husband tells me, he's like, your personality reminds me of Amelia Clark so much sometimes. (laughs) Like, y'all are both, like, extra as hell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, she, the, was a, she did a Graham Norton show once and she was sat next to Matt LeBlanc our friends yeah and she was giggling and blushing every second yeah and then he did the how you do into her yeah <laughs> and they were talking about Game of Thrones and then the, they were on about the, the episode where she comes out the burning heart and she's all naked and stuff and then he's like yeah, I should really get back into it now and really see how you're doing. <laughs> I wish Pedro Pascal, who played Oberyn, would be cast in some more films and stuff. Yeah. Than he is. He was great he is in Kingsman so good. <clears throat> and he was also in Narcos, too. Mm. He was really good in that. Yeah, I've seen him kind of creeping into a few little roles here and there so hopefully his career's taken off as well uh, the funniest memes I've seen from this past week after last week's episode were all of Robert Baratheon just I told you so <laughs> should have killed her when we had the chance <laughs> <laughs> oh, well there we go uh, I've been trying to put it off because I don't want to end it but we're going to have to at some point. Um, that's it. The journey is over. Um, so I just want to say thank you to the amazing cast and crew that changed the way we watched TV and played with every single one of our human emotions along the way. Now, remember, you never have to worry about Game of Thrones spoilers again. That's it. No more spoilers. At least that's the bright Unless side. Unless they make a, the sequel or a prequel. Well, yeah, they um they will be doing the prequel, uh, the Long Nights. 
Mm-hmm. I think The Long Night's coming first, or maybe it's Robert's uh, Rebellion. But I think that's coming out in a year or two. So who knows? Maybe Throne Zone will be with you again in the future. But until then... Well, actually, do you know what? I've got some things to plug before we go anywhere. So, uh, of course, you can find us at Throne Zone UK. You can find me at Dazzy Brand and Dazzy MWP. Phoenix? You can very rarely find me at the Phoenix 626. (laughs) (laughs) And Courtney? Um, At A-X-I-M-I-L-I-5-5 on Twitter. And I'm also the host of Talking Strong Style with the Switch Babe, all about the alternative scene outside of WWE in wrestling. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SwitchBabePod. And unfortunately, he couldn't make the last episode because I think he's only just watched um, the finale. But of course, The Butcher has been with us on every episode of Throne Zone, apart from this one. And one last time, you can find him at TOG69BHITB. I'm so glad I did that in one take, because it took me three times on Max Wrestling last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and make sure you check out fourcornernetwork.wix.com slash podcast, uh, featuring Infinity Gems, Max Wrestling, Talking Strong Style, RWT, uh, Mike's, Steve and Mike's show, well, Mike's like 20 shows. <laughs> Uh, and of course, you can follow um, uh, Danger Zone Productions' other shows, Max Wrestling at Max Wrestling UK and Infinity Gems at DB Infinity Gems. And now our watch has ended. Valado Harris. My synopsis of Game of Thrones. Thirty seconds. Ah, oh, okay. Are you kidding me? It's taken us fifty hours. Uh... Ned gets killed, dragons gets hatched. Tyrion is a science chemistry teacher at a high school. Death, 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 revenge. He finds this guy, Jesse Pinkman. Blood, death, boobs. And they get a Winnebago, and then uh, they get involved with some chicken, uh, fried chicken place. Blood, death, boobs. Sex, not necessarily loving. Dragons, death, revenge, death, revenge. Jon Snow gets progressively more upset. Daenerys wins.